0: Questions from Quarantine. All right, welcome, Salem Heights, to another week of Questions from Quarantine. I wanted to remind you that last week uh, we'd actually asked a question about how we can help people that are in our community. And um, our goal was to be able to provide a resource for some of you that want to be able to join a a group of other people that are serving in the community or finding ways to meet those needs. We have now begun compiling a list of people who wanna be a resource, uh, a source of help to those, and particularly with our schools in the area, Salem Heights Elementary and Candelaria, and also with some of the folks uh, in our neighborhood who are in need of food. We are trying to collect a, a group of names individuals who say, I would like to be a resource for those individuals. I'd like to provide food or money to go buy uh, those needed necessities for those individuals. If you are one of those people and you want to help out, you can contact the church at serve at salemheightschurch.org and say, I want to be on the resource list. Just give your name and information to serve at salemheikschurch.org. They're going to be compiling a list of people and they will send out needs to that group that signs up and allow you to be a part of an answer to our community. This week's question came in this form. The question was asked to me this week, or stated this way. Um, An individual said, This quarantine is killing my devotional life. What should I do? This... uh, week uh, in my own devotional time, I read Psalm 121, and it actually says this, I lift my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to slip. Your protector will not slumber. Indeed, the protector of Israel does not slumber or sleep. The Lord protects you. He is a shelter right by your side. The sun will not strike you by day or the moon by night. The Lord will protect you from all harm. He will protect your life. The Lord will protect your coming and your going, both now and forevermore. Uh, very first verse there, it says, I lift my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? It's interesting that all around that area there, there were mountains. And in fact, it was understood at that time, at the time of the writer of the Psalms, that the gods of the foreigners were actually gods that were worshipped at the mountains. So you would go up to a mountain and you would see a little altar in all of the hills around uh, Jerusalem. They were there in all of Israel, in all of the foreign countries. They would have gods that they would worship up on mountain altars. And so when he says, I'm looking up to the mountains, but where does my help come from? He says, I'm looking to the place where most other people look. I'm looking up to these heights and I'm not finding any help coming from these other gods or these other places that everybody else is looking to for help. I'm not having my need met. Where's my help going to come from? And he answers his own question by saying, my help comes from the Lord. A couple of observations I've made during quarantine here that correlate with this. Uh, It's possible that quarantine has actually revealed some idols in your life. Is it possible that one of the things that we found out was we thought that our walk with the Lord was really strong. We thought that we were doing well with the Lord, but yet we discovered what we thought was a strong walk with the Lord was actually a walk that was being bolstered by other things. My walk with the Lord felt good because my bank account was fine. My walk with the Lord felt good because I was healthy. My walk with the Lord felt good because everything was happening in a regular interval, Uh, my life had a routine, everything felt safe. And when all that falls apart, what we realize is we feel unsafe because the things that actually were our comfort are disappearing. I look up to the hills, but where's my help coming from? The things I was relying on are crumbling. And what God says is your help comes from me. It might be that it revealed that uh, we have some idols in our life, but also quarantine can test our our theology. What do I actually look at? Who is God? How does he respond? He says, remember that my help comes from the Lord who's the maker of heaven and earth. He's actually the one in control and he's never lost control. A third thing quarantine can reveal is that it can actually prove your faith. Quite often with a parent, uh, when kids are little, they'll set them up on a table or something like that. And this is always a questionable practice. um, But you will say, jump to me. And a child, as they see that space that's developing between, you can actually have some fear that's developed. But as they jump to their parent, their faith is bolstered. They find out that that parent is going to catch them. They learn a practical lesson for the rest of their life, that that parent is always going to be there to take care of them. And what they learn in a small form as a child, they grow into as they get older. Quarantine actually can do one of those three things for us. It can reveal our idols. It can test our theology. It can reveal that God as a parent is teaching us to rest in him, to jump to him. But that doesn't mean that our devotional life gets any easier. It's just revealing the trial. He says, well, I will not allow your foot to slip. Your protector will not slumber. Indeed, your protector of Israel doesn't slumber or sleep. The Lord protects you. He's a shelter." The Lord will protect you from all harm. The Lord protects your coming and your going. Six times he says, I'll protect you, I'll protect you, I'll protect you. Over and over again, God is wanting to remind us, I've never let you go. Even though you may feel like you're slipping, even though you may feel like it's gotten dark, even though you may feel distance, I'm still right here. Start in your understanding of what you need in your devotional life with this thought. God is by your side and he wants to walk with you As much as you want to walk with him, he is desperate to be close to you. He wants to meet you in the mess. So how is it that we can actually walk with him? I just want to give you a couple of suggestions. Uh, The first thing that you could do is just begin reading a Psalm like Psalm 121. Just read and keep reading in scripture until something sticks in your mind. You might have trouble focusing. You might have all of the the kids running around. You might have activities that are happening. There might be all kinds of distraction. But you keep reading until something sticks there. And when that sticks, you just stop, thank the Lord for it, or meditate on it. Allow that to, to, to impact you. If it's the first verse you read and it impacts you, stop there it's not till half a book, you go till something sticks. But you read till something sticks. If you say, man, I'm just way too distracted. I can't get the reading done. There's uh, Bible apps. There are all kinds of audio versions. Listen to the Bible until something sticks. But when something sticks, don't just let it keep going. Stop and meditate at that moment. Say, man, Lord, thank you for this. Or why does it say that? And, and allow it to cause a, a, a growth moment in your own life. If reading the Bible or listening to it is too complicated um, and, and, and too distracting, start with worship. Get some worship music that you really love um, and begin to allow that to soothe your soul until you are prepared to read the word. Um, worship, we're, we're actually supposed to encourage one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs for a reason. It softens the heart soil to get us ready for the word of God. If you start with worship and you have that attitude and then you begin your time in the Word, whenever it is, morning or evening, or whenever you can find some space, um, allow worship to to enter in and it will soften your heart for the Word. Or maybe uh, you can try prayer. Uh, If you just read one verse, uh, the Lord protects you. He is a shelter right by your side. And stop there. No matter what you're feeling, no matter what you're going through, even if you're disconnected, just close your eyes and pray, and begin to say, "Lord, this is what this brings to mind." And pray whatever comes to your heart as you read that verse. It may be that the the Lord is a, a protector; He is your shelter; He's by your side. And you say, "Lord, there's a lot of things that are by my side. I have, you know, my animals are always by my side. My family is always by my side." You can begin to pray with random connections, but then you will ultimately end at a place where you're saying, "Lord, thank you." For being faithful. Thank you for walking with me. Thank you that even though at times I feel like I'm wandering, you have never left my side. And you pray to him. Pray whatever's on your heart. And after you've prayed yourself out, read one more verse. And you do that until your time is up. There are many ways to get reconnected. And a little distance is normal in every life. But you keep chasing after the Lord, and he promises, just like he says here, I'll protect you, he promises that he will meet you in the mess. That's a good question, and I'm thankful you asked it. God bless you.